Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are back. I had to take an unexpected week off last week. I was in the process of moving, and um, it was insane. And I thought I was going to be able to fit my show in, and I just, it just, everything just sort of caved in on me, so I couldn't do it. But we are back this week, and we are going to continue with one of our most popular topics ever, which is how to manifest more money in record time. And today we're doing part two of uh, of the content that we started a couple of weeks ago. And I'm excited about today's show because we can get a little bit more uh, down into the content of what we were talking about before. And we're going to start to talk about some practical things that you can apply in your own world today. Um and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, to get that cash flow flowing, to get the money flowing. Um, one of the things, it was funny, I was um, with Dane here the other day, he had a thing he was doing here in town, and he made a distinction, and he reminded me of a distinction, and I wanted to, to bring it up to you guys, that um, he has a, he happens to have a, uh, a verse feeling for the word prosperity and the words abundance. And I think that those two words in the New Age metaphysical community um, have been used and thrown around quite a bit because people get very frustrated with the idea of cash. There's almost like a negative connotation that, you know, we shouldn't be focused on the money. We should be focused on the abundance. We should be focused on, you know, having everything around us, you know, be in abundance and all that. But at the end of the day, if you need cash, you need to ask for cash. And he had a lot of, you know, really good points. And, you know, Dane, he kind of went off on all these, you know, tangents and whatever, <laughs> as he likes to do. But um, for the sake of our conversation today, uh, I want to bring, I know we had talked about, um, you know, abundance and prosperity, and I've been throwing those words around myself. But it did bring me back to center about that. And I, I happen to agree with him that I know for myself when I've done my, you know, cash flow manifestation versus abundance and prosperity, I'm more invested, right? I mean, you get more invested when you think, okay, this is, you know, cash that's going to help me to do a project or, you know, buy something new or pay a bill or whatever those things are. And, um, And amassing cash is very important. It's just, it just is what it is. So, um, today we're going to focus on cash flow. And we're going to talk about uh, how to how to increase that, and then how to receive it and accept it. You know, because a lot of times people are asking and asking and asking and asking and asking times infinity, and they don't know how to receive it. And once they have it, they lose it. It goes away. It goes away really fast because they don't know how to accept. So I think we had touched on that 
um, two weeks ago. I, I never really remember what I talked about before because I'm usually channeling it all in. And um, so I apologize if I if I say repeat a little bit of what I said last time just because um, it's dovetailing into today's conversation. So um, one other item of business I wanted to let you know about is that we are having a last week was also my birthday. So we are having a belated birthday sale this week. I usually try to do a sale around my birthday. Um, and because I was so caught up in moving and I'm, I'm sitting right now in my new office with boxes like around me in all directions. <laughs> um, excuse me. And so we're doing a belated birthday sale, 10% off of our, I call them cash flow uh, Akashic record readings now. Um, and and so we're going to be doing that for the next three days. If you sign up for a reading, you'll you will get 10% off. And those readings will be for our August, the remainder of August. So um, if you are not already on our mailing list at ahamomentsworld.com, make sure you get on that list because I will be sending out another email um, tonight. And if you got the email about the show today, which I think everybody on this uh, listening in did get the email about the show today. Uh, you can look at, the, if you scroll down to the bottom of that email, it has the link. So if you'd like to have a private session with me and get the 10% off, then please, 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 by all means, register. I'd love to have a conversation with you and see what's going on in your Akashic records when it comes to cash flow. Very, very cool stuff. So anyway, let's get into today's stuff. Oh, and we will be doing some reading. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm a little slow today. I'm really disoriented. It's so weird looking out of a different window. <laughs> you know, like I've just been through so much since we had a last another since our last conversation. So I apologize if I'm a little slow with remembering all my little things that I normally just bounce off. Uh, if you'd like to call in and ask a question, I see a lot of you are already on the line and uh, for today's call, which I'm not surprised. Uh, the number to call in is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. That's three four seven two one five nine four. So let's talk about manifesting more money in record time, part two. So the record time part. Everybody, there's all kinds of things that I've heard in my studies of this stuff and, you know, living it because I never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. Anything I'm suggesting that you try on the show, trust me when I tell you I've used it every which way from Sunday in my own life. Being an entrepreneur since 1997, um, I have not had a W2 since 1997, isn't that something? Um, my mother's horrified when I say that, and I'm absolutely thrilled. So, <laughs> But being an entrepreneur for that that long, you learn about cash flow, okay? You learn about the fact that um, I was actually coaching someone today uh, who's just become a, a newly minted entrepreneur. She just lost her job and is now a freelancer. And she's asking me for some advice on, you know, any tips. And I said, my number one tip is that when you go off the beaten path of a singular paycheck type of job, where you're kind of rewarded for, you know, getting as much as you possibly can out of that one employer and bonuses and benefits and all that, and you switch over to being an entrepreneur, the kiss of death is to try to duplicate that paycheck from one client. You know, try to duplicate what you had as a corporate worker in an entrepreneurial setting that's that's never it's it, you can't do it it's not the it's not the right way to approach it because when you're on your own you need multiple lines of income so you have to start to split yourself into multiple 
people and, and do multiple projects simultaneously, have various lines of income. So some people, for instance, will, you know, maybe Airbnb their a room in their house. Like, you know, one gal I met recently, she has a, a beautiful home here in La Jolla, and she has a room that she dedicates to Airbnb where people can rent the room out and come and instead of staying in a hotel, stay in her room. So that doesn't require um, a lot of work on her part other than, you know, making sure the room is clean, which you can have a housekeeper do that, and, you know, making sure the sheets are changed and it's pretty, and she has nice, like, um, notes on how to, you know, how to get around town and her different rules for the house and, you know, please leave the lights off or here's how to open the lock and all that kind of stuff. And um, and maybe she'll offer them some nice fresh orange juice in the morning or an olive frittata or something. And she she happens to be very nurturing like that. But that's a good idea um, because she doesn't have to produce anything beyond letting someone rent that space. So it's not like me. I have to write another book, another article, another you know where you know or do more reading. So it's like my time, my energy going into another lawn, right? So if you have something like that in your home. Um, a, a space in your home, you might want to consider something like that, or um, you know, rental real estate. You know, these types of things. These are the things where people can make money, but not necessarily have to be involved in the day to day of the making of the money. So, what we call in the internet marketing world, dollars for hours. So, as you, you know, as she as telling this gal as she's embarking on her entrepreneurial endeavor, that she wants to make sure that she starts to think of multiple lines of income. Now, when you've been in a singular job type of scenario, you know, where I say singular job, meaning one paycheck, you know, you're marching to one boss, one one team, you know, you have a tendency to put down people with more than one job, right? Because that means, oh, you're not managing your money. You have to take a, you have to, you know, moonlight. And, and we, we happen to look down our noses at people who work more than one job, who have more than one line of income. But if you listen to any entrepreneur, they will tell you they have five, six, seven, ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty, fifty lines of income from a variety of different projects, and that is absolutely uh, something to aspire to as an entrepreneur. And other entrepreneurs highly respect them for having a more diversified approach to their income because you have to, because things go in cycles. And certain cycles go up, and other cycles go down, and you don't want to be without being able to shift your point of view about money and where it can come from in your world is going to help you tremendously in your ability to receive it, okay? And accept it. Because if you're looking down your nose at having that second, third, fourth line of income, you're not going to be willing to accept it. So those opportunities might not come your way. So it's very, you know, our point of view and our our, our points of judgment, our points of reference are very important when it comes to manifesting money, and it really does affect the timing. It really, really does. Because when you start to say yes to um, to opportunities, when you start to see things instead of saying, oh, you know, I, I need to get all my money from one place because that's what the real people do. That's a legitimate, you know, way of earning money. And you start to open yourself up to, you know what, I'm open to be a contribution and to get paid for it in many ways. I have many talents. I have many interests. And you'll be amazed at what will start to pop up. You might see that a hobby that you have, let's say you you know, you, you love to play tennis. Never really thought about making money for it, but you love to play tennis and you're kinda of always around and and when you when you 
uh, open your mind to receive in multiple ways, you might have somebody come up to you and say, hey, you know, can you give my kid, you know, some tutoring in his tennis? You know, I see that you have a great surf. And, you know, could you spend an hour or two with him? I'm happy to pay you. And, and then all of a sudden you get a little money from something that you love, you know. I know that happened for me when I was still in corporate, actually, and I was learning from my entrepreneur friends who were free and I was trapped in that job. <laughs> that was my point of view at the time. And I was teaching, I was doing the uh, some reading and um, on the side already, and I was, you know, kind of dovetailing. I was starting to move away from corporate, and I had a mom ask me to teach her kids intuition as their after-school activity. So I created this whole Hogwarts program where I would go to their house, and I would customize classes for them in animal communication and um, and intuition and, and clairvoyance and telepathy, and I was teaching them. We do all kinds of fun games and things, and they were very, very, very good. Natural, gifted, intuitive, unbelievable. I think, um, I think they were like 8 and 10 or 8 and 12, something like that. And super, super smart, super, super intuitive. It was fun, fun, fun. And um, and it was a very regular thing. I did it for, for you know, for quite some time as they as they got older and uh and it was it was really terrific because it gave me permission to receive through through unconventional ways when you open your mind to receive and accept and you start to say to the universe to say you know to that god self we talked about in my last um show uh you start to say um you know god within me my god self god itself you know my divine self, my infinite self, but that self, that, that infinite version of me within me, that God within me, show me the way, lead me to multiple opportunities for cash. Cash. You can even say, spell it, C-A-S-H, cash, okay? Multiple opportunities for cash. And I'm open to receive and willing to accept the flow that you bring, my, the cash flow that you bring my way now, and I'm willing to do it in unconventional ways. I'm willing to, to receive it in unconventional ways and see what pops up, you know, and, and not everything has to be this big formalized job. When you start to recognize each thing that comes your way, you might start finding coins on the street. You might find, I know for a while there, I was finding dollar bills, $20 bills, $50 bills. It's fascinating when you start to open yourself up. Because the universe wants to teach you, your God self wants to teach you and share with you how how much is available to you and how much can flow to you. Um, you know, in in the in seemingly miraculous ways, super easy, super easy way. Now, the other thing that you want to think about is giving and gifting. And one of the things that has a lot of spin on it is tithing. And that's because the church kind of took it to a whole nother level. And, you know, as usual, when you get money and power and all kinds of things and, you know, you fear and, you know, fire and brimstone and you got to tithe and if you don't tithe, you know, you ever, every, you're going to go to hell in a handbasket and all that. I'm not talking about that. But what I am talking about is creating a surplus, creating flow, creating a vacuum. This is something that you're going to see. If you look at all the different prosperity teachings, I was talking about the different leaders, right? Like Wallace Waddles and Catherine Ponder and Neville Goddard and 
um, some of the others. Neville didn't talk so much about tithing at all, but Catherine Ponder talks about it quite a bit because she was clergy. You know, she had started those unity, did a lot of unity churches and things, and she kind of survived on those tithes. But um, I did a, have done a fair amount of tithing myself. And whenever I would get into dire straits, and as an entrepreneur since 1997, let me tell you, I've seen my life flash before my eyes. There's no question about that. And anybody, any entrepreneur who tells you they haven't seen their life flash before their eyes is a liar, and you want to go and run as fast and far away from them as you can. Nobody does any of this in a straight line, okay? Life is messy. You know that's my motto, life is messy. But, you know, it's up to you to straighten it out. So, anyway, one of those ways that I've had seen works the best for jump starting. Like when you hit that rock bottom, like you hit the wall and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? Uh, you can take, I don't care, $5, $2, $100, whatever you want, and send it to an institution that provides you with spiritual inspiration. Now, some people say, well, I'll tithe by going to the homeless shelter and serving soup, or I'll tithe to you know, in these different ways, you know, volunteering. But then what you'll get in return is people to volunteer for you, not necessarily cash flow, okay? We're talking about cash today. Not talking about swapping favors. So I know that when I would get really, really low, I might have 100 bucks, and I'd take 25 of it, and I'd send it to the Unity Church. And every single time, I would get at least 10 you know, at least, you know, I would at least double it within the next 24 hours. Just happened. Just happened because I was willing to create flow. So here's one of the things when we talk about cash flow that people get um, wrong. They get all jammed up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You say, okay, well, I got this much money. I have these many bills. How do I pay this? How do I pay that? If I pay this, that doesn't get paid. If I pay that, that doesn't get paid. And and, and there's not going to be enough. There's not going to be enough. There's not going to be enough. And then you jam it up. You start to jam up the flow. You're jamming up the energy, right? Because you're telling the energy, stop, stop, stop. I can't let anything go. So when you say stop, 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 I can't let anything go, you're also saying stop, stop, stop. I'm not willing to receive. And so one of the best things you can do is take $5 and send it. You know, put it in the church box, whatever, you know, Whatever I grew up Catholic, but I don't go to mass. But I do. There's a beautiful Catholic church here in La Jolla. I love to go in there. It's very quiet. They always have the doors. The Catholic church has always had the doors doors open during the day. You can go in, light a candle, say a prayer, and just sit in silence. And I like to do that because it is a uh, landmark. You know, it's a it's a house of worship. So you have people who are going there with the same intention, which is to have a conversation with, you know, power greater themselves. And so. I always feel that the energy in the in the church, there's a certain calm there. You don't have to be denominational and you know focused on all the, you know the mass and the Bibles and all that, but just to get that quiet. And um, and I know that when I would get myself you know all stressed out and stuff, I'd I'd go into the church and I'd light a candle or um, to do the exercise I'm going to talk to you in a second. And uh, and I leave, you know, five dollars, a do- couple of dollars, and it always comes back. It starts to flow. It's saying to the universe, saying to your God self, I have the courage to flow. I'm willing to stay in the flow. I'm willing to let go and just, you know, spend what I can spend on my bills or whatever and send money out into the universe. Remember, God needs you as much as you need God. And you are an operating 
a part of the operation system for guys. You're a messenger. You are a supplier. You are a contribution. And you are a receiver from God, from that God energy. So being a messenger and a supplier means that when you pay something out, you're the you're that source of abundance, a source of money, source of cash flow for someone else. Okay, so you are a source as much as you are in need of these things. It's important to remember that you have a lot of power because you are a source of the the wealth and the money that you're you're needing as well. And you're that source for other people. Every time you pay a bill, guess what? You're their flow. You know, and every time you purchase something, you're their flow. So you're being used as a messenger as well. Very, the tithing, you know, do you have to tithe 10% every month and whatnot? You know, Catherine has a tendency to say, oh, you tithe 10%, you get 10% back and all this and tit for tat. I personally feel that you, you get back what you feel, uh, what, what you put out in the sense of your energy. Okay, so um, I know I've sometimes put out $10 and gotten $1,000. You know, you, you don't know. It, 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 so you can't really go tit for tat. The point is, though, that you need to be willing. When you're feeling really gripped with fear and you're feeling really stuck, you need to be willing to let go. And by parting with some of that money into an anonymous source, it literally says, I, it's literally reframing your energy to start the flow engine again. Okay? Really, really important tool and a tool that I know works uh, very, very well. So one of the things we talked about on, in part one was our God self versus our personality self. And I have found that this is really, really important to make that distinction and to really recognize yourself. You're going to feel a little split in two when you first start doing this work, but it's really important to recognize that part of you because those two parts of you, because most of the time, if you're feeling anxious, fearful, worried, any of those heavy emotions, um, stuck, you're really in personality zone. It's like you have this switch to, to you know, it's like an oven switch or something. You have this, the or the vacuum cleaner. You know, in the vacuum cleaners, you have the dial. You can turn to, like, bare floor, and then you can turn to carpet, and then you can turn to tools. So when you turn that switch, and you have to turn, like, I know, on my back, you have to turn a switch on the back and a switch on the, the bottom of the thing because it's an upright. But when you turn that switch, you go into one mode, right? And then you turn the switch, you go into a different mode. It's important to understand that your energy can work like that as well. And when you switch from personality mode, which is like worry, oh my gosh, and oh my gosh, and how am I going to do this? And okay, if I do that, then this happens. If I do this, then that happens. If I do that happens. You know, I had a conversation today with two publishers, my publishers from Europe and my publishers from the United States. And I had a notebook, and I, oh my God, the, the, the amount of work I have to do and the amount of writing I have to do between now and, you know, September is just, I can't, it is mind-blowing. Like, it just never, it is mind-blowing. Now, can I get it done? Sure, you know, with God, all things are possible. But is it, did it blow my personality's brain out completely? Yes. So when I got myself, you know, and I, right, and I just finished all those meetings just a little while ago today, and I knew I had to come do the show. So I just said to myself, okay, to my personality self, this is insane. <laughs> But to my God self, they're going to channel it all anyway. They're going to help me to prioritize it if I give them a voice. Say, you know, my guys, my angels, my God self is going to say, okay, 
priority one is this, priority two is that, priority three is that. And if I do it at the right time of day, because I'm, you know, a night person, if I, if I do it, hyper-caffeinate myself and do it at the right time of day and get focused, it's, I'm going to bang it out because that's what I do. That's, that's how the book got written. That's how all my projects get done. That's how I got to tell us something, you know, 30 days at a time. And so, yeah, it all gets done. It all gets done. But if I stay with my dial turned to the personality self, I will make myself crazy. I was on the phone with my friend Joan, and I'm screaming at her, oh, my God, Joan, I'm going to die. She's like, okay, okay, we'll make a list, we'll make a list. You know, I called my friend Robin, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got so much to do. And I got boxes, and they're like, okay, I'll come, I'll, I'll come help you. And, you know, all these personalities getting there to try to figure it out. But really, the most efficient way is to turn that dial to the God self. So when you get yourself overwhelmed, you go, you sit down, take a nice deep breath. Okay, here's a tool for you. So, and I personally, you, I like to go outside. You can go out into a park, put your hand on a tree. They have roots. It helps you to immediately ground, immediately. If you're near the ocean, that's even better because you've got the flow of the energy of the ocean. If you're near a lake or body of water, that's even better because those are amplifiers. But, you know, for if you're really stressed out and you're feeling stuck and you're feeling like, you know, overwhelmed, um, you know, bills and all that kind of stuff, cash flow. You just go and you put your hand on a tree, okay, literally, and you just take a nice deep breath. And you just focus and just say, I am willing to be in the flow. Flow the energy through me that creates cash coming to me. I'm willing to be in the flow. And you just start to unlock. You just unlock the energy. I saw a statistic. And don't quote me on it, but I'm going to give you the paraphrase of the stat. But if you spend two hours by the ocean, I actually posted on Facebook, I think on one of my, one of my Facebook pages. You spend two hours by the ocean, um, there's, a, there's an, a certain effect, like ocean effect or something that happens to the brain where all the stress, you know, you, you're relieving stress and your blood pressure goes down and you know, all these things, but, you know, it's, it's really the, the oxygen and the negative ions and all that. And anxiety plummets by a huge, huge percent. So when you're, when you're talking about cash flow, which of course locks everybody up, getting out of nature, and I'm talking five minutes, uh, it doesn't have to be two, three hours or anything. You can start that flow right there, you know, right there. Easy, easy, effortless. Now, couple of other tools, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get to some reading. Um, the questions that you ask. Each morning, you want to, this is one of my tools that I use, and it works beautifully. Um, and this is, a, this is a cash flow tool, okay? When you wake up in the morning, if you open your eyes and say, oh, crap, and you can insert your curse word <laughs> as you need to, I'm on the air. I can't do that. Uh, I, what do I have to do today? Oh, you know, and you start to run through what you did yesterday and what fights you're in and who you don't like and how could this person do it and when is this guy going to text me and all those things that you go through when you wake up in the morning. You're setting your day up full or full. You're setting yourself up to start to attract all of those issues the way they were yesterday. And really, really most powerful thing you can do is ask yourself some questions in the morning. 
Because what you want to do is very quickly, as soon as you open your eyes and you kind of remember who you are and say, okay, I'm still Mario, okay, I'm still here, it's planet Earth, okay, it's still La Jolla, all right. <laughs> you know, you once you kind of get that handled, you know who you are, uh, you want to begin a conversation with your God self, not with the personality. Personality is still trying to figure out if she's still Mario and she's still La Jolla and what's going to happen to her but the God self, you want to engage that part of you because most of us don't have that part engaged at all. We're not talking to that part. We don't even know it exists. And once you know it exists, now you do listening to the show, now you've got to give it free license to work in your life. So the best way to do that is to ask it questions. That's why. Because it gives it the permission to give you super amazing, omnipotent answers through not just wisdom in your, you know, your mind or, you know, insight, uh, but through messengers. They'll send you messengers. It'll send you the money you need. It'll send you opportunities. It'll send you, it'll position you to, to step into your day in such a way that things flow to you and through you, okay? And so here's a couple of the questions that I start my day off with, and these are the, the what I call the cash flow questions that are super simple. And this is, you know, we're not going to get into all kinds of fancy, advanced, you know, manifesting techniques. These are the things that can really, you know, set you forward. And remember, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's necessarily easy. And just because it's easy doesn't necessarily mean it's simple. Meaning that um, don't, because of its simplicity, don't dismiss it. A lot of people like to intellectualize things and make things all complicated and then they feel it's real. These are very potent, powerful questions, and I can tell you that I've had tens of thousands of dollars drop into my lap by asking these questions in a very short period of time, and it's happened multiple times, and this is why I'm giving these questions. Okay, so the first question that you want to ask of your God self in the morning, when you wake up, once you figure out who you are and your personality, you turn the personality, you know, you say, listen, I love you, but I just need you to sit over here for a while, uh, like what you would with a little kid, and you say, Say to your God self, how do you want to work through me today? How do you want to work through me today? The second question is, what messages do you have for me today? What messages do you have for me today? The third question, and this is your cash flow question, is what can I contribute that will generate and you fill in however many dollars you need. Let's say, you know, $100 for me today, this week, or this month. You know, if you need it today, then today. This week, or this month. Okay? What can I contribute that will generate blank for me today, this week, or this month? Now, when we say contribution, what does that really mean? Does that mean you have to go work? I'll tell you something. I've had conversations with people, and uh, they call me, and they have an issue, problem, whatever. And uh, we get into a conversation, I help them. And I say, oh, well, you know, maybe you look at it this way or that way or, you know, give them a tool or something. And no, no, it's not a, you know, it's not a reading. It's not a, a, an employed situation. It's just purely just a friendship or whatever. And I've had people say, Mara, you know, you're so, you've inspired me so much. Um, one of my friends, she was, she had asked to my, she had my PayPal um, account, uh, email. And we had a great conversation. We had caught up. We, you know, talked for two, three hours. And next thing you know, 
I'm, you know, going to check my PayPal account, and there was $200 in this account from her. And I called her and was like, what is this for? You know, she goes, you know what? I was so inspired, and I just wanted to contribute to what you're up to. So, you know, I just wanted to gift that to you. It was just out of nowhere because I was a messenger for her that day, and she honored that. So when you say, what can I contribute that will generate blank for me today, this week or this month, that con- the word contribute doesn't necessarily mean you have to go find a second, third, fourth job, you know, or you have to create some new line of income. It's not for your personality to figure out. It's for you to ask the question and then allow that God self to rise up and, and provide you with that opportunity. Okay? You can also ask for what opportunities are available to me today for, you know, X number of dollars or for more cash flow. Okay? And then using your imagination, and I love Wayne Dyer, he, he said, um, if you break down the word imagination, you know, it's I and then magi and then nation, the nation of magic. I mean, the nation of magic, imagination. And that's allowing yourself to use your energy to create. And, you know, kind of too big for today's show because we have, you know, we have to get to readings and everything. But when you want to do your imagining sessions, what I like to do, especially if I'm working on a particular project, you know, cash flow project or some sort of manifesting project, is I like to do uh, three sessions a day, morning, noon, night, kind of round mealtime. You know, you can do it that way if you eat three meals a day. You set your eye, you know, your alarm on your phone or whatever. But I say, you know, three minutes, 20 minutes, it's up to you. Sometimes I get into a mess. Like this morning I sat at my desk and I just closed my eyes and I expected to do maybe a 60-second kind of, you know, settle down and tune in. And I ended up being in a 30-minute meditation, you know, visioning session, imagination session. And it was just became, it became so real and it became so delicious i couldn't come up out of it it just kept switching the themes and i was like oh you know just flow through it when i came up out of it i was like whoa i was really out there because i had to kind of reorient myself to the room but when you when you go into this imagination um session you want to to give yourself the opportunity to really feel through it and when it comes to cash flow you might want to envision yourself um sitting with your financial planner and the financial planner congratulating you on how wealthy you are, you know? Hey, Susie, you know what? You are one wealthy woman. I am so thrilled that we put together this financial team. Really looking forward to many props you. Um, We're going to keep you abreast of of what's going on with your accounts, you know, on a a weekly basis. Please feel free to call us at any point in time, 24-7, you know, if you have any questions or concerns about your accounts thrilled to be doing business with you and you're that's your financial wealth manager you know and you know and and that's the kind of visioning you want to do where it's already assumed that it's done and you're not uh you know you're not saying you're not uh, trying to figure out how you know it's already done so it's already there you decide they're not saying hey Susie so glad you gave us 20 million dollars because you won the lottery on Tuesday at five o'clock and no you just have the money in the bank and, you know, or in your trust fund because, you know, when you get real money, you don't even have the bank account so much anymore. You worry you have more trust, you know, trust and that type of thing. 
because the bank only insures up to $100,000. So if you want to be a millionaire, you need to be thinking about your money in a trust. And, um, and, and then when you have a trust, you also have your CPA, you have your financial planner, um, you have your, your, your wealth management, you know, you have your team, you have your, your, your accounts and whatever, and you have your team, right? You have a wealth management team. You don't do this all by yourself. And, uh, and so it's a great way to, to infuse, you know, those bigger chunks of cash. Now, once you come up out of any kind of imagining session, what you do not want to do, and this is a, something I have to work on all the time myself, you're all excited and you feel like, oh, you know, you've just been on the magic carpet ride into your, you know, imagination. You come back out of it and you're like, oh, damn. It's <laughs> my life again. And how am I going to make that happen? And then you start to ratchet. Your personality kind of comes in and hijacks everything. It's like, I don't know how you're going to get that done. Oh, you know, maybe you have to do a new product. Okay. And, and you hijack the whole thing. Remember, when you're working on the imagination side, you're working in the energy, okay? And your God self is eyes behind your head. They can see everything you can't see and custom create solutions for you that you don't, that don't even exist yet. So for your personality to come in and try to figure out how to do it and try to make it, make it so, um, it is, is kind of it's a cannibal you know, kind of approach. You want to leave that alone and give your personality something different to do. What I would do when you come out of your imagination session is if your personality is right there waiting, you know, I'm so glad you finally got out of that damn imagination session. Now we got to get some work done because you have these bills to pay. And yeah, that's great. I'm glad you're, you know, you see yourself sitting on a hill overlooking the ocean. But for right now, you're at the bottom of the hill and you're going to fix some money. You know, that kind of a conversation. Uh, what you want to do with that is give your personality something to do. It was like, okay, look, you can stop your bitching the morning. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna send, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go do some task things, go exercise, go go, you know, work on a project or whatever. Give, you know, get back to your regular waking life. And one of the best tools you can do is to give it questions to ask. You can say, let's go back to our questions. You know, saying, how do you want to work through me today? How what contribution can I be? You know, if, if, if fear wasn't an issue, what could I be doing now that would change everything? You know, what am I most afraid of uh, that if I did it, it would change everything? That was a, I, I've talked about that question many times on the show. That was one of a huge turning, created a lot of turning points in my world, you know. So I'm going to stop here with the content for now. And we're going to uh, take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to take some questions. Um, would love it if your questions had to do with the topic today. Um, but, you know, of course, we can we can talk about other things as well. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 
45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now.
we're back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we are doing our topic of the day, which is how to manifest more money in record time, part two. So we talked a lot. I talked a lot. I said to Sam, how did I talk that long without taking a breath? Oh, my gosh. So now we're going to get to some questions. Again, if you'd like to call in, um, take a chance at getting on the air, 347-215-9485. Okay. Also, if you are waiting on the line, um, just thank you for your patience, and please keep it to one question, okay, one specific question. All right. So first we have Jamal in, oh, Jamel, sorry, in Chicago. Hi there. Hello. Hi, hey, how you doing? I, did I did I pronounce your name right? Jamel? Yes, Jamel. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. okay. Great. So what's your question? All right. You said a lot of information <laughs> at the beginning of the show. Um, I'm starting, I feel like, um, to start my own business. I'm working in photography. Uh-huh. I've been doing it for a couple of years now, and I really just want to start focusing on that rather than just working a nine to five working under people stuff like that. Right. So I was just calling you. Um I saw the topic of the show. I was like, all right, this should be a great show, very informative. So do you have what do you see me doing career wise in regards to photography or do you see me doing a nine to five or well what what do you see in regards to finances and careers for me? I think that uh, photography is a really, really good avenue for you. It feels like you're going to be extremely successful. It's very important that if you're going to do a, I call it a meantime money job to get uh, from your, uh, your, you know, kind of day job to the dream job, that you do the meantime money job in the arena of where you want to go. So I would suggest that you take, it feels like there could be some opportunities in the, world of photography that would be if you're going to do a nine to five we're going to give you at least have you in the arena of your passion and you'll be able to learn as you go with you know with that the other thing that's really important for you to do what i'm hearing very loud and clear for you is that you need to be around more photographers you need to go to photography conferences to go, okay. you know, go and learn the business of photography, apprentice with other um, successful photographers, and do what we call informational interviews with successful okay. photographers. Because, and the way that you do an informational interview is you ask, you call up, you know, you do do a Google search of people locally to you, or you, you know, even if they're not local, but you want to talk to them by phone or Skype. And you're just going to say, you know, I've been really admiring how you've been running your business. I'm a budding, you know, photographer really looking to to do my research. Would love to know, you know, how you got started and and what are, you know, what makes you so good at what you do. People love to tell their stories. And you just say, you know, could I please have 20 minutes of your time? You don't want to say 30 minutes or an hour because it feels like a big deal. You say 15 Mm -hmm. minutes um, and, you, you know, you have five distinct questions you want to ask. Then you know mm-hmm. at the one of those those questions should be do you have anybody you could refer me to to get some more information and let them start to refer you to the next person and that's actually mm-hmm. how I build my business um, okay it, you know so you're learning as you go and then that makes the nine to five job a lot more palatable because you have a plan you know 
just to be dabbling in this and praying and wishing and then working over there, you're going to sort of tread water. But if you start to, one thing leads to the next, um, you, you might even be offered a job because I know when I was doing informational interviews many moons ago, I got a couple of job offers because they were so intrigued by my, you know, my willingness to, to do my research, you know, so it's okay. a very impressive thing. Um, and last but not least, make sure that you subscribe to all the magazines and you become a member of various, you know, associations and go to conferences and things. And that's going to give you, you know, more authority in what you're doing. So I hope that's helped. I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but um, it definitely, oh, definitely feels like Thank the you. photography is going to be a good a good avenue for you. Just do it. Be smart about it. And don't dabble. Okay. You're, you know. One other thing, Jamal, uh, I just want to say one more thing. This because everybody who's listening, this can help. When you are in a nine to five job, but you have a passion in something else, and you really want to switch that something else as your full time money, but it's not ready to carry you yet, you want to make yeah. sure that when anybody asks you what you do, you lead with where you want to go. So you say, "I am mm -hmm. a photographer." I say that already. Yeah, I'm already yep. there. I already. I'm that. a photographer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. and then, okay. you know, and you happen to do this nine to five thing on the side, but you have okay. to lead with, I am a photographer. A photographer. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Good luck to you. Thank you, you so much. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Take care. Okay. Next we have um, Jody in Oregon. Hi, Jody. You there? Um, oh, there you yeah, are. can you can you hear me? Yeah. Yep, I um, I've I've, <laughs> I've been dependent on money that's been gifted to me over the years and my um business just has not been doing well. And so I'm just wondering what direction I take. There's been guilt about having this money that I didn't earn and privilege and entitlement and then also gratitude and the feeling that I'm not capable on my own and then wondering when do I just like say forget about the business? How do I serve the world before like everything's destroyed? So I just feel this quandary of how to open the flow and what direction to go and how to get through these obstacles because it's just not working and feeling very isolated. Okay, you have that was about thirteen questions. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I know because in a thirty-second answer. Um, yeah. I think the, the biggest question, I think the biggest red flag when I listen to your question is feeling guilty over money that was gifted to you. Remember yeah. something. Money that's gifted to you in this lifetime is usually debt being repaid from another lifetime. So you don't have to feel guilty about getting money handed to you. That's kind of unnecessary obstacles. Hmm. Hmm. So, you know, so just pick, like, let's let's wipe that off the table right now because that... People I, resent I it, though. Who cares? Hmm. Who, who cares who resents it? Trust me when I tell you, if they had the money, they wouldn't be resenting it. Mm -hmm. So I think that you have to, you know, the, the biggest thing for you is is trying to live up to other people's personalities. Their God self is happy you have the money. Their personality mm -hmm. is jealous. Who cares about their personalities when you have to live your life and move forward? You were gifted with this money. It came from, you know, debt from previous lifetimes. So what? 
why I think I think that's a one big excuse for fear of going forward. I don't think that really is the issue. I think the the other the other bigger issue is what do I do now? And so that's where you're in research mode and looking through um, your energy field, it feels like you've gotten yourself so tied up in the, the guilt, shame, drama, and trauma of having money that you are shutting down the opportunities that can come your way. So I would go back to the questions we were talking about at the top of the show and start your day off a little differently. Instead of starting your day off feeling ashamed and guilty and worried and how is this I'm stuck and I'm lonely and I'm isolated and all these things, and analyzing all of that, you want to start off with what's the biggest opportunity that's available to me today? You know, I, I envision yourself with a switch, God self, personality self. Switch it over to the God self and start asking those questions. Take yourself out in nature. Be willing to start your day differently. Be yeah. willing to do it differently. You know, it's very yeah. comfortable to be in that stuck mode. It's it's one of the most comfortable places to be when you can wake up miserable, stressed out. It's all everybody else's fault. And you don't have to do anything but lick your wounds. And you know what? After a while, you lick enough. You know what? A, 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 I know my cats. If they lick too much, they get a rash. And that's exactly what's happening. you got to <laughs> stop. Okay? Yeah. you, you got to stop. All right, I'm going to have yeah. to jump to the next person, but I hope that's helped a little bit. And you just need a jump start. Change the way you start your day. Period. Okay, story. thank you. Call back in. Let yeah. me know how it goes. All right, darling. Have a great day. Um, all right, next we have um, Sandy in New Jersey. Hi, Sandy. Sorry, how are you? Thanks I'm for good. taking my how call. You? Oh, you're welcome. So, so my question is, um, I've been building my business, it seems like, forever. Um, I've uh-huh. invested um, all my savings uh, into my business, which right. I don't mind. I don't have any fear behind it, but I haven't made any money, uh, and it's getting to the point where something has to happen. I feel, I'm feeling stuck, but at the same time, I have a lot of great things on the horizon, but I do right. need money for those things. What kind of business is it? Um, it's a digital publishing site. Digital publishing site. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's a lifestyle site of content for moms. For moms? Yes. Okay. So lifestyle sites for content with content for moms is extraordinarily competitive. That is yes. like, I have had so many clients with those types of sites, um, business you know, coaching clients and stuff. And so it's really important the way you differentiate yourself is extremely important. And what I'm hearing for you is press, 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 getting press behind you because that's going to be the differentiator. If you, let's say you have Parenting Magazine cover you or you send a checklist or an infographic or something to, um, you know, Pregnancy Magazine or any of these, you know, mom-oriented types of uh, magazines, even the, the the junior kid, you know, the kids magazines, those type of things, you're going to start to set yourself from, you know, all the other mom kind of sites. That's, right, because what I do is very different because it's video. Yeah. It, it, well, it's not that different well, if you look at the whole blogosphere, yeah. okay? I mean, it's, right. it's not, okay? So it, what's different is you. You're 100% right. unique. But what's not translating for you is that uniqueness because you're not getting the authority. You can't go and tell everyone you're unique. You have to have authority say, oh, she's unique, 
right? Mm -hmm. So it's really positioning from the public relations aspect that I think you need, right, at this point in the business as opposed to more products and more services and more. I think you have a good, it feels to me, and I'm just so purely doing this intuitively, that your funnel, that your product services, your ideas are strong. It just feels like the right people don't know about them. Um, The other thing... The other suggestion that I have for you that I'm hearing very loud and clear is they want you on stages. And it sounds like you're not so keen on doing public speaking, but um, it's time to... I've been the public just recently to to get some TV appearances and things like that, but nothing's happened yet. Yeah. Well, guest blogging first. Um, TV, TV is like last. Guest blogging, podcasts. A really is your publicist traditional or is she internet based? Does she know internet public publicity? Um, no, she's more on the other side. Traditional. Yeah. You so so that what you need is a somebody who does PR for on the internet side because you're a digital publishing company. So it's going to be a lot easier for you to get you know the the low hanging fruit will be blog posts on other people's blogs. You know, you can even start that off by just coming up with like six really cool topics and then pitching other blogs that are that complementary, not competitive with you. Um, maybe it's a kid's clothing site. Maybe, you know, who knows what, right? Um, and then also podcasts. There's zillions of them. You just go through iTunes and figure out podcasts where you could, you know, come up with some signature topics to talk about. And, you know, those things then lead to traditional um Will help your traditional efforts as well. I think it feels to me like you might need a different, more aggressive publicist. But I can't, you know, I don't want to put anybody's work down. I don't know, but I, it just yeah. feels to me like you're on the right track. But you, you can't set it, forget it with a publicist. You just can't. That you, they need a lot of input from you, which I'm finding out myself the hard way. <laughs> you know, yeah. pretty much you have to write everything. Um, you need to do all the strategies and then let them do what they do best, which is pitch it, you know, let them use their Rolodex and pitch, but you really have to position. And Mm -hmm. so that don't no set it and forget it. All right. So I hope that's helped a little bit. It feels to me like you're on the right track. Don't give up on that business. Um, And if you do the internet PR, uh, you will, you will definitely, it's not as you don't have to spend a lot of money to get it moving forward and to get traffic into your thing. You might want to look into a gal named Alex Beaden, B-A-D-A-N, or D-E-N. Don't quote me. You can Google her, and she's okay. like a, a blogging guru, and she's phenomenal with getting engagement with monetizing blogs and that type of thing. So you might want to check her out. How do you spell her last name again? B E A D, uh, either O N or E N or A N. But if you just put in blogging okay. and Alex Beaton in Google, you, she'll come up. She's all, she's all over the place. Okay, thank you. All right, all right, my dear. Call back in and let me know how you do. Okay, everybody. I think we are at the end of yet another Aha Moments Radio Show. That was. Thank you, you guys who called in and asked questions that were so topic-related. That really makes for a rich show experience for everybody listening and everybody who will be listening to the podcast. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that. And I love, as you can tell, entrepreneurs. Um, So please keep the calls coming. Send me emails and um, 
ask questions. I think I'm going to be doing some some entrepreneurial business related courses in the fall. Um, I think that that that's starting to bubble up again and starting to feel right. So in any event, we will be back here, same time, same place next week. And in the meantime, make sure that you focus on cash flow. Start your day off on a good note with good, solid questions. Put that personality self in its place. Let the God self lead the way. And we'll see you next week. You truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.
ಕೇಳಿದ್ದೀರಿ ಎಂದು ಅಂದಾಜು